This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn Sharmila and Sharad. First up today, the latest updates on Party Socialist Malaysia, or PSM, because they have announced that their electoral pact with PH is no more. And you may remember that we were just talking about this uh, in relation to Pakatan Harapan recently saying that they were entering into an electoral pact with both PSM and MUDA. So, uh, yeah, uh, quite a lot to unpack. Yeah, so this was announced on Sunday and um, as it materialised, no seats have been allocated for PSM. Uh, which means that Pakatan Harapan uh, doesn't intend to cooperate with them for the upcoming elections. And so PSM had asked, as part of that initial conversation around the electoral pact, PSM had asked to allow former Sungai Siput MP, as well as PSM chairperson Dr. Michael J. Kumar Devraj, to recontest the Sungai Siput seat, uh, but um, but that he would also accept any three non-incumbent constituencies for the polling, um, which is what has been turned down. So Jacoba was the two-time Sungai Siput MP from 2008 to 2018. However, he lost to PKR's SK7 in the 14th general election. They criticized PH uh, for informing them too close to the nomination day. And they noted that PKR's uh, Deputy President Rafi Ziromni said on Friday that three seats had been allocated to PKR and Muda to contest the 15th general election. So a lot of disappointment, I think, overall, uh, particularly from PSM. And their statement is is quite a, a complex one, right, in that it acknowledges that there were people even among their supporters who hadn't necessarily wanted them to align um, with PKR or Pakatan Harapan as a whole, um, but that nonetheless it was seen as the, the best way forward or that uh, they were the coalition that was closest to PSM's vision. Um, but yeah, um, we are going to start off by looking into what's happened and what the impact is going to be, particularly for PSM in the upcoming GE. We are going to be joined very shortly by SR Chelvin, Deputy Chairperson at PSM, to hear from them. Uh, we'd like to, I mean, get your thoughts, though. Did you want to see PH and PSM collaborate? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Break from monotony, BFM 89.9. It is 5.12 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn Sharmila and Sharad. And today we are talking about the uh, fact that the electoral pact between Party Socialist Malaysia and Pakatan Harapan is off. And we'd like to hear from you. Did you want to see PH and PSM collaborate? Uh, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send a voice note and WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So uh, to get a PSM perspective, joining us now is SR Chelvin, Deputy Chairperson at PSM. Arul, thanks for speaking with us today. Hello. Hi. Um, so the electoral pact with PH is off. Uh, what have been the conversations and reactions to this within the party? Okay, of course, a lot of people are very disappointed. That, but we're also very uh, happy to see there's, there's so much of support out there. Many uh, members of PH have also texted to us to say that, you know, they are disappointed, they are sad. Interestingly, there were also a number of people who said that they will sponsor us, you know, pay our deposit money if you intend to stand on our own and all that. 
So, and people been asking our bank accounts to support. So I think that is uh, something nice to hear in a, in a situation like that. So we've been getting a lot of uh, phone calls, reactions, people asking whether uh, is, is it the end of the road? Will we still, but it looks like as far as the pack is concerned and with so few days left for the election, I don't think so uh, anything would change from now, yeah. So one of the requests um, as part of the proposed electoral pact was, of course, the Sungai Siput seat for Dr. Jay Kumar. Uh, talk to us about the significance of that seat to PSM. You see, uh, we know that PSM um, bargaining power is not very strong, you know, but one of the very critical things we thought was to put Dr. Jay Kumar back in parliament because he has played a tremendous role as far as a, as a parliamentarian. In fact, previously, the speaker uh, singled him out as one of the best uh, MPs during his time. So we thought having having a person like Dr. Jayakumar in parliament would be able to bring about a lot of issues, like issues faced by the Marhaim, housing issues, uh, environmental issues, refugees, migrants, uh, labor. You know, Those kinds of issues are normally not debated much in parliament. So we thought it was very important for a voice some, from someone as progressive as Dr. Kumar to be uh, in parliament. And of course, Sungai Siput is also very significant because uh, PSM has a very strong um, background there. We ousted uh, Sami Velu. It didn't come uh, easy, you know, because Dr. Kumar stood in 99 election, 2004 election, 2008, 2013, you know, so many years he stood there, you know. So for the first two times, he lost to Sami Velu. And because of, of his continuous work there, he, he managed to win the election in 2008. And during that time, we used the PKR logo because PSM was not even registered then because we were only registered in 2008. So we thought a, a lot of support for PKR, actually before that, PKR didn't exist in Sungai Siput. So we thought that it would be good for us to ask for the Sungai Siput seat and also to put back uh, someone at the parliament. Uh, Arul, you know, you talk about weak bargaining power. PSM lost its deposit in the 14th general election, and I'm proving to, to many that uh, the PSM can't win without PH. Um, you talk about this track record you have in the constituency, two-term MP, you say he's great quality, and yet people didn't vote. Why? Okay, one, one thing was, uh, Sherrod, you're quite uh, correct in that. Because of that, that is why we wanted to get into a coalition. Because in Malaysian politics, no single party standing a few seats can win election. We have seen in the last GE, uh, the state election in Johor, where Pajuang, every party who stood as a single party without a part of a coalition lost their deposit. So from the last election, a lot of people told us, as if, if PSM stands in 222 seats, okay, people might take you seriously. But if you're just going to stand in about 10 seats, then why must the people vote for a party which is not going to form the government? So I thought that was a lesson for us as well. And and upon talking to supporters as well as a lot of people within um, the civil society, everyone felt that it's important for PSM to join a coalition. And that is why PSM stood, uh, stood in... Uh, started to ask for an electoral pact with Pakatan Harapan. And it is true that in the last election, there was a, there was a huge wave 
against Amno, um, and and uh, because of that, anybody who stood uh, in a, any third party did not get votes. You know, so the the strong the sentiment was very strong, and the wave was won. But in in today's scenario, we think that it is very critical for PSM to be part of a coalition. I think that is why any other party, including Muda or anybody who wants to win elections, Malaysian politics is such, you know, it is different if if it is a professional election system. The first past the post only benefits big, big parties. So smaller parties will not survive, not only in Malaysia, in any other country. That's why even smaller socialist parties in other countries in the world, except of maybe Latin America where there's a big movement, other countries like Australia and all that, they, will, they can only win when the system, the electoral system, is a professional election system. So if we look to um, the party statement, right, uh, there was a mention that Rafizi had said seats would be allocated to PSM. Uh, can you talk to us about the agreements and negotiations at that point in time? You see, basically, uh, there was only two uh, actual uh, discussion held. One was in September and the last was uh, on the 23rd of October. And in this meetings, the second meeting, Rafizi was supposed to attend, but he was not there. Nick Nazmi was there. Stephen Sim was there. And we explained uh, why we wanted Sungai Siput. And we said, if you cannot get Sungai Siput, we don't mind other parliamentary seats, which are non-incumbent. We also said about some state seats, which are also not incumbent seats. So the committee told us they, they will have to bring this matter to the presidential council. So uh, from the 23rd, we were waiting for the presidential council to meet. And we've been asking them, you know, what is going to happen? Because time was running out. 29, the presidential council met. And then uh, Rafizi also made a statement before that, one day before that, saying that, you know, um, three seats are being allocated. It was widely reported in the media. Then the next day, we got this letter telling that, you know, sorry, we can't give you uh, any seats. And uh, maybe we can try next time, uh, soon election and the electoral package. Over, I mean, the, we can't do much this election. So, uh, not but Muda, I, I know that Muda went for this presidential council meeting on the 29th, and when they asked them about the three seats, they were basically told, no, no, that seats are not for there. That, that seats are not for y'all. So, I'm not sure whether, on what capacity uh, Rafizi made the statement, because, of course, Rafizi said every decision is made by Anwar, well, some people say Rafizi is in the committee, but I think that is the issues, complications in how we got finally no seats. So speaking of that, actually, aside from Sungai Sipot, um, you also asked for, or rather as an alternative, you asked for other non-incumbent seats, which was also not uh, considered finally. Were there any explanations given as to why this didn't happen? You see, uh, that's the sad thing because when we ask them, do you, okay, these are the seats we're asking, is there any seats you would like to offer us? Because our understanding in the electoral pack is, electoral pack only stands until the election, you know? So you make sure you stand seats where there's no clash. And we were we were not pushing for very, very strong seats. We would also know that uh, we will not be able to, they won't give us seats. So we were asking them for seats which are, uh, difficult seats, seats won by BN in the last election, but no reasons were given at all to us. Why uh, none of the other seats are considered? They just told us they were focusing on Sunesipur and they said we will let you know by 
we will let you know after the presidential council has met, that which they call the talk for. Arul, so that's how, yeah. Arul, we have a message from a listener, JL, who says, and I quote, PSM must rebrand to fortify its negotiating power, remove the word socialist because nobody wants to be associated with it. Its meaning is so misleading and misinterpreted. What would your response be to JL? Yeah, we just saw how uh, Lula came to power in Brazil with huge, massive public support, you know, using a left-wing socialist workers' tech. So I think I think uh, in Malaysia, of course, you know, there is a huge propaganda by the government over these years uh, condemning uh, left socialism, equity to be anti-religious and all sorts of things. So I think uh, if you look in world politics, we don't have the Cold War anymore. You have social media. So I think socialism is all propaganda. So I think socialists all over the world are, are really an alternative to capitalism, talking about climate change. And I think because of that, you know, uh, even recently Familiaza in his class, when he talks about progressive politics, you know, when he talks about issue of like LGBTQ problems faced by them, there's no other parties which come forward except the PSM. So I think PSM brings a very different progressive kind of politics. And we just, we, to win election, we cannot count out to all this uh, propaganda, you know. I think for PSM to exist, it took us 10 years to register. They didn't want to register PSM 10 years. Because, you know, uh, but then finally we survived 10 years. We got registered. And in the last 20 years, members are growing. A lot of young people are joining the party. We are not a party where only old people are sitting there. A lot of young members have joined the party. So I think we have a future. Arul, um, so, so is... I think uh, it will take time. So yeah. would PSM consider running on its own in GE15? Okay, good good questions. But I don't have the answer right now because we are having, uh, because we normally go through this consultation process with our bases. So today, um, we are having a meeting today night, discussing with the National Committee to get feedback. Of course, uh, there are different kinds of sentiment. A lot of people are angry, want us to stand, feel again in Sungai Siput. There are those who feel that we should just boycott election. Some who feel that we should, you know, uh, support Pakatan uh, Harapan because, you know, we need to make sure people attend election. So there's a lot of sentiments. So we have to consolidate uh, different views because it's just one day after the pact was dissolved. But uh, I think we would be able to decide something in the next one or two days. Sorry, Arul. Uh, please go on. There's a there's a bit of a lag that's happening oh. with our internet. So I thought you were done. Oh. No, please, please finish your thought. No, no. I, I, I just said that I think that uh, even in this election, we have... Um, some of our issues which we think is relevant, which might not be in other parties' manifesto, even we are contesting or not, but I think a lot of our Marhain community will participate in election. We have farmers' communities bringing their demands. We'll be having a cleaners and security guards. I think the next two, three days, they're going to give all parties what is their manifesto. So I think we are going to play an active role in politics. Whether we will be participating in the election is a question I can't answer today, but I think politics involving, involving in grassroots activism, building power from below is a long-term commitment in changing for a better system. I think that we will continue. Arul, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. That was S.R. Chalvin, Deputy Chairperson at PSM, um, you know, just giving some insight really into what happened following the news that uh, the electoral pact between PSM and Pakatan Harapan is no more. Let us know, um, did you want to see PH and PSM collaborate? Do you think that would have been something that 
would have aligned with your beliefs, I suppose. Uh, call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note and WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.